five, four, three, two, one. We're live. Hey, future Broncos. Welcome back to another episode of Bronco Scoop. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Andrew Brodoff, a first-year civil engineer major here at Cal Poly Pomona and a student assistant of Project Caminos in the Office of Student Success. Thank you for joining us today on this new episode of Season 5. On today's episode, I will be giving you the scoop on orientation at Cal Poly Pomona. Orientation is an important part of your admission process here at Cal Poly Pomona. My aim with today's episode is to address any questions you may have or still have regarding the orientation for new students. Thank you so much for joining us today. Can you please introduce yourselves and your roles at Cal Poly Pomona? Of course. My name is David Estudiante. I use he, him pronouns, and I am the new interim director for the Office of New Student Programs and Family Engagement. And today I've got two of our orientation captains that are joining me as well. This is Emilia Mayala. I use pronouns she, her, hers, and I am an orientation captain here at Cal Poly Pomona in the Office of New Student Programs and Family Engagement. Hello, everyone. My name is Nicholas Garcia. My pronouns are he, him, his. I also am an orientation team captain with the Office of New Student Programs and Family Engagements, and I've been with the office for four years now. Thank you, guys. You know, considering that prospective students tend to not really understand what orientation is, would you guys be able to explain what the purpose of orientation is? Yeah, of course. So orientation is meant to really help welcome new Broncos and their supporters to Cal Poly Pomona. For us, there are two components of orientation here. There's an online asynchronous component that's split into three parts, and each part will focus on elements and areas that will help introduce the student to our campus. Things from campus resources, cultural centers, academic registration, and information on their college and major. And the other component is a live synchronous orientation session. And a majority of those will be held in person here on campus in the months of June and July with a few virtual options for both incoming first-time freshmen and transfer students. And the overarching goal is to share relevant and timely information with incoming students to help them successfully transition to CPP and meet other peers, staff, and faculty that will support them in that transition. Yeah, I know it's it's pretty early in the podcast, but I just do want to say right off the bat that I appreciate what you guys do. You know, when I was a freshman coming in, obviously I was really nervous. You know, it's my first time coming to university. And as soon as I like the leaders like approached us and we got into our groups, like I immediately felt, you know, comfortable and welcome, you know, Cal Poly. And the leaders do an amazing job at that. I'll go further into like later in the podcast of how like, you know, orientation helped me as a freshman but I just want to say right the bat like thank you guys for what you guys do I appreciate that and then to go on to the next question what is the most asked question you guys get on every other account and like what is the usual response to that but right now it's mainly what to expect the day of we just joined the spring open house here on campus and a lot of folks were just curious like what does it look like we get this 8 a.m to 5 30 p.m time frame but what's the structure of the day and then the other one because people are making registration or reservations for registration right now, but plans change. So a lot of it is how do I update my registration to a different day? If I need to move it, what does that look like? Or, you know, if I bring a guest, what are they going to be doing? So a lot of what we're doing right now is just making sure we uh, kind of clear up what the agenda looks like. We will release our full agenda soon and we finalize that and registrations can easily be updated so they can reach out to our office via email, phone. They also have an opportunity to cancel a registration on their own one time and make a new date as well. But that's sort of what I hear right now. But Nick or Emiliano, if you have anything else you want to add? One thing that personally I've noticed, we don't necessarily get a lot of questions from students. It's obviously the first time usually that they're on campus. So they're a little bit more shy. So a lot of our questions do come from the family and guests. 
of those students. And one of the questions that we commonly get is, you know, how do I know that my student's going to be okay? With orientation, we try obviously to prepare them as much as possible for whatever it is to come within their years here at Cal Poly Pomona. And we try to provide them with those resources to allow them to, you know, progress in the way that they need to. That's kind of what I would say, at least uh, to a family and guest member. I don't know if Emiliana wanted to say anything else. It's not necessarily related to incoming students, but the students that I currently work with, they asked, like, connecting back to, like, the agenda that we're having for orientation. What is it going to be like? A big question. Are we still going to have it outdoors? We did get a lot of feedback that having the orientation outdoors, obviously, in the in the Pomona area during the summer, it is pretty warm, like, very, very warm. So we are moving a good amount of activities indoors. We won't be outdoors too much. So that'll help us with the heat. But, yeah. Yeah, I would like to add on to what you guys said for the prospective students. Even though I felt really welcome, obviously I was still nervous to like ask questions because there's a big group of people. My biggest worry was like after the campus tours, I was like, how am I going to find my classes? Like I already struggled with that in high school. You know, high schools are a fraction the size of Cal Poly. I remember they gave us the maps and it was, it was like a, it was the map is like a Disneyland map, you know, like I was like, I was like, this is crazy. Personally, uh, during the orientation, I didn't ask. I was stressing about it all from the start of orientation to the end of the summer. I, a little bit before my first day, I like asked one of the orientation leaders that I met, like we became friends and I asked him, I was like, like, how do you go about finding your classes? And then he told me that, you know, there's a Cal Poly app and then you have the map and it like pinpoints stuff by numbers and Considering the app compared to the map, the app is a lot more functionable and, you know, I would say a little bit more easier to use than looking at the map itself. What are some common challenges that students may face during the first year of college and how do orientation programs help them navigate these challenges? I think this question really leads into sort of what you just highlighted and what um, Nick brought up as well. But a lot of it is transitioning to a new environment and a new space is difficult, right? Like what we call offices or support services here and some of the titles and names, like even us, we're not orientation services, we're new student programs and family engagement. We oversee orientation. That's different everywhere you go. And especially if you're a transfer student that went to a different institution and you're used to those offices on that college campus and now coming here, that office may do something different here. So we really want to try and like demystify what Cal Poly is and the experience looks like. And we do that, as Nick was saying earlier, by really inviting campus partners and guests to come talk about their resources and services and how they support students, how they can, where they're located, but really trying to help students understand where are some of the first one-stop places they need to identify should something come up. How can they connect with an additional peer? So I love that you said you connected with an orientation leader. That's the whole purpose so that they know someone when they get here and they can ask for help and support. And you said you were shy, but you were safe enough and comfortable enough to ask that orientation leader, hey, how do you do this? That's what we want out of orientation, or at least from my perspective. But Nick or Miliana, if you want to add in anything else. I think another challenge would be getting to know the resources on campus. I remember when I came in as a first year, like I wasn't aware of all the resources that were offered here, but I think orientation definitely does help with that because we do, or at least last season that we had orientation, we had a resource fair and a spirit night, which was like tents with all the other resources. It's very weird to me, orientation, because like, you know, you're coming in nervous and then like you're, you're welcomed, even though students can feel comfortable, they're getting, having to sign up for the classes or seeing all these different places at Cal Poly and all these programs. I feel like they're also getting overwhelmed at the same time. And I think the biggest thing for me is the personal experiences. 
the leader that I became friends with, he was also a civil engineer himself. And, you know, I'm a civil engineer. I was able to ask him questions after questions. And I kind of felt bad because I was kind of bombarding him like, oh, yeah, like, how was your first set of classes? And then, you know, what was your schedule like? You know, what was the hardest thing? Answer them right off the bat. So the leaders have like a good way of being able to like portray personal experience. Yeah, I have to say to that, I agree. One of the best components of orientation are the orientation captains and leaders with our students here, right? So you get to hear from them firsthand accounts and experience on how they are successfully navigating Cal Poly Pomona. And we do have our five orientation captains and we'll have 40 orientation leaders this summer. So we're upping the count just to really support students so that there's plenty of peers, right? As much as staff can talk and, and share about resources and all, who better to get information from than your fellow peers and get to know a friendly face before you start your experience here on campus? Should freshmen and transfer students bring their transcripts to orientation? Such a technical question. I will just say this, and then maybe if Nick or Miliana want to share since they've gone through the process, um, any documents that you submitted for admission are already loaded into our student information system. So they're on file. So when they do registration advising, they can look that up. However, if there's a class you've taken and now a grade is posted that maybe wasn't on the transcript when you uh, first applied, by all means, bring that with you. Uh, what I'll say and how you know most admissions offices work and things, it's not considered an official transcript unless it's sent directly from the institution, whether it's your school or your college to Cal Poly Pomona. So know that they can look at it, but it's not official, but it may help in the conversation. And I'm not sure Nick or Miliana are going to add to that. Yeah, of course. So I would say being able to have access to it is, is important when it comes to coming on your first, your orientation day. You will be given access to computers to, you know, register for courses and everything like that. From there, you will be able to, you know, access any supporting information, any documents you not, might need. So being able to have those ready for you is kind of nice in the chance that they are needed. They're not absolutely necessary, like David mentioned, um, but, you know, in the chance that a course didn't fully get uploaded into the system or, you know, a lot of students take AP courses and some of those, sometimes those scores aren't necessarily out by the time that they have their orientation date. I would just say to that, follow through with emails, read through them. A lot of what we do and a lot of the information that we get as students are through our emails. So that's a really important thing to know, at least specifically too, when, when coming in as a new student, being able to keep track of, of those AP courses or those courses that haven't fully been put into the system. So look through emails, um, just make sure you have access to that and everything like that on the day of your orientation. Considering the email part, I feel like the communication that is that comes from Cal Poly Pomona is very, very specific. And it like pretty much helps you not overthink about the situation. Because if you're not checking emails and you know orientation is coming up, you're like, oh, what do I bring? You know, and like, you start, you start thinking about all these things and you start overthinking. And that, that's, I, I'm assuming, you know, that that's what a lot of students tend to do is like overthink about the situation. That's what I was doing. And that's the reason why I asked this question, because I'm pretty sure most of the students probably thinking the same thing. They'll have to bring paperwork. You know, they're thinking, you know, what am I supposed to bring that the day of? I would just tell you guys, just read all the emails that you're receiving and also read the, the like when you're filling out the orientation form. It, I think what from what I remember, it pretty much explains the whole thing. And it also explains, you know, if you're going to bring a guest and all the above. So I would say definitely read the information and read the emails. And uh, what role do orientation leaders play in college orientation programs? And how do they help new students acclimate to campus life? Overall, orientation leaders are 
oftentimes the first students, the first people that a lot of incoming students meet. So we try to encourage that we're almost like an outlet for these students in a way are also kind of like a resource. We are students as well. So we do have a good amount of knowledge on, you know, what happens on campus, some of the resources that we have. We're orientation leaders as well. So we we are trained in a lot of the different resources, you know, where they are, what services they provide. So pretty much we we our role essentially is is almost just like a in a way, a resource for these students just to be able to ask us questions. We, we love when students ask us questions because it's it's a form of engagement that we are trained on and we have knowledge about. And I don't know about you, but, you know, if somebody asks you a question and you actually know the answer to it, you're a little bit more excited to answer just because, you know, you're, you're well knowledge about the situation. So we love when students ask questions. We love when students come up to us or even afterwards, um, after orientation, they reach out to us or keep in contact with us. So just pretty much an outlet, a resource for these students to navigate their years at Cal Poly Pomona. The first set of mentors are basically students. And I feel like that's like very, very important because like it's it's less intimidating considering and unless you first came, you had counselors helping you throughout the orientation day. So right off the bat, students come in and their first set of mentors are students that they can relate to right off the bat. And I think that's one of the most important things that definitely has helped with my experience. First time coming in, you know, I, I get I get a student's perspective on Cal Poly alleviate some stress and then they help you through the whole process of signing up your first classes you get to see the whole campus and one of the most important days a student's college life is basically like the structure to the whole the whole building as an orientation leader what are you most excited to share with new students for me specifically i think it's just the resources that we have on campus we have so many different resources so many different offices on campus that provide services for us as students and a lot of them are already paid through for through our tuition. I don't know about y'all, but I personally like knowing what I'm paying for. So being able to have that knowledge as a student and, you know, say, oh, this money is being put towards this service or this money is being put towards this resource that I can potentially use to benefit me as a student. I feel like that's really important. I was able to have that through orientation, through learning orientation, through going to my personal orientation day, and then also being able to apply that further and actually apply for the position as an orientation leader, just pretty much give students those resources and allow them to, you know, expand on what they have through tuition. Expanding on some of our resources that we do have, I think one of the things I'm most excited to share about are CalFresh Outreach, the Career Center. I feel like those two are very important. One, because we are in college and I feel like a main goal for college is to get a degree to then further use that degree to build a career. And with the Career Center, like it helps you guide your career and see what you can do with your degree and what you want to do with that degree. And it gives you much more options than like what you had originally thinking of. The Career Center just helps you know what options you do have available with the degree that you are pursuing. And then also just for like job readiness, like mock interviews, they review your resume, cover letters, et cetera, all of that. And they even provide a clothes stipend where you get, it's called the clothes closet. Um, and basically you get six pieces of clothing every semester. So it's not just per year, it's per semester. And if you have like an interview to go to like a conference, you get that are completely free because it's covered by your tuition. And then CalFresh Outreach, I know a bunch Maybe it's like a stereotype that like students um, when they're dorming, like the freshman 15, like et cetera, um, that goes into like dining and it's like, we don't always have the most healthiest options. And with CalFresh Outreach, a bunch of students are eligible for CalFresh and they just don't know it. So every now and then in front of the Career Center, we will have CalFresh Outreach 
people to help you like see if you're eligible for CalFresh and then all of a sudden you're eligible for about $200 of groceries and I think it's the best thing ever. It doesn't completely come from Cal Poly, it is CalFresh, but the fact that Cal Poly reaches out to these resources to come help their students. So that's one of the things I'm excited to share about and another thing would be like our traditions, which includes the hot dog caper, the pumpkin fest, and our Bronco Fusion, which is a concert that we hold for students. Also, our Bronco Recreational Intramural Complex, our gym, we do have the tallest rock climbing wall in CSU Systems. I think it's very exciting to share. And I think we have a good gym. I like our gym. So that's one thing I'm also... Last thing I'm excited to share about is all the nature that we have. Like, we have a bunch of, like, trees. And just, like, when you simply just walking in, like, through, like, the student services building like you see like all the hills and the trees and the bushes and then we have the koi pond and then the Japanese garden and I think those are areas that a bunch of students go to to like relax and just like look I, I like nature I'm a really big nature person so I like seeing all the nature if you guys can recall from orientation leader and a staff member's perspective what is your guys's favorite memory from your orientation that's a good question <laughs> um anything that, say... anything that like stood out to you one thing that I specifically remember from my orientation day was honestly the course registration portion of it. The The way that we kind of have it set up is in where you split up based on your major. Um, and then you're kind of with those students kind of all registering for, you know, any of the specific courses that you might need within that specific major. One thing that I really remembered was sitting next to some random person. I didn't know them, you know, walking into this room. I'm, I'm someone that likes to ask questions. I will talk to anyone. So at one point turned to them and I was like, hey, like, are you in this class? And, you know, from that point kind of sparked conversation. We kind of compared and contrast our, our, our schedules for that specific year. I was able to kind of carry on that conversation with that student a little bit further. And we've actually still remained friends since then. Just being able to make friends and, you know, talk to people, learn about, you know, where other people are coming from is super important. And orientation provides that for us as students. It pretty much allows us to, obviously, if we're willing to reach out to other students and, you know, get to know them a little bit more, talk to them about, you know, the experiences that we share, you know, obviously we're all new students and everything. So that's an important thing as well. You know, and I know you said staff member too. And so what I would say to add on to that to Nick, like I haven't done an orientation here at Cal Poly Florida, but I have overseen orientation at previous institutions as a staff member. It's really watching the organic connections happen. So what Nick is saying, as a staff member, nothing, like the days, as much information as we share, and you know, you want to curate it so it doesn't feel so overwhelming. I know when a student leaves that day, they're only going to remember one or two things. But if they can leave having connected with somebody, then that's the most important aspect of orientation. And watching it happen as a staff member just behind the scenes and seeing them connect with each other or the students. And then, you know, some previous layers, you know, they were like, oh, let's go to lunch afterwards if you people are free. And I would see them moving around campus, having lunch places or things like that. Those things are so special. And it, I think that's the whole purpose. And so I'm thankful that Nick said that because I don't think I got that in my orientation um, way back in the day. And so I, I'm glad that that's an important part that we incorporate now. Having gone through orientation in at least one year on campus, what advice can you share with students? Um, like I mentioned before, I'm, a, I'm big on, you know, asking questions and coming into orientation or throughout your years here at Cal Poly Pomona, whether it be in class or 
talking to a professor or just in general in in the workplace in life i think it's really important to ask questions if you're not fully understanding of what is happening uh, it doesn't hurt to ask questions and i know that people often think that oh, if i ask questions you know i'm going to look be looked down upon and that's obviously not the case you know chances are someone someone has that same question and someone is also wondering about the same thing and we as orientation leaders encourage you to ask questions to us cuz you know if we want to be able to share whatever knowledge we have with you as students we have that knowledge um and if we don't by chance have that knowledge we know someone who does being able to answer those questions for students is is something that i love doing want to encourage that and don't don't worry about if if you're nervous about asking questions i will answer those questions with open arms um and then in terms of classroom settings professors that's what they're here for they're they're here to you know ask or answer your questions and you know teach you more about whatever subject it is that the course is on so i think it's really important just to just to ask questions get over that stigma of of you know being afraid to do that as much as you can i agree with that very much i feel like asking questions is very important and like for the most part people in your group might also have the same question so it creates a good environment it makes everyone feel welcome to ask a question and encourages other questions as well some advice i would give is definitely breaking out of your shell i'm personally a very shy person i'm very introverted yeah i've tried i broke out of my shell when coming into this job like i was very like i was pretty timid like i didn't really i kept to myself for the most part but breaking out of my shell helped me like make new friends met nick he's really fun it's for awesome and then just like along with like the whole team like even pro staff like everyone's really friendly like we just all want to like have a good time you know especially working like working with one another and then in your orientation like as a student coming into your orientation like you're a new student just like everybody else like everybody's on the same boat so you already have that to relate to and then just breaking out of your shell helps you be able to create a conversation with that other person next to you like Nick did in his orientation with the student next to him like while registering for classes like so breaking out of your shell definitely helps getting out of your comfort zone as well and you never know what opportunities can come with that to reiterate on like breaking out of your shell what are some common misconceptions about college orientation and how can students and families prepare for a successful experience? I really appreciate this question. I think one of the misconceptions, and it kind of goes hand in hand, is you need to give a student all of the information, but also recognizing the student's going to leave only remembering one or two things, right? So how do you curate something in a way that doesn't feel overwhelming and still provides them information, knowing that only one or two of those things may stick? Uh, the other misconception is that orientation is your end-all, be-all introduction to the campus community, and that's it. That is not the case. This is just a snippet or a taste of what you're going to get once you start your student experience. And most of these orientations take place a month or two before the first day of classes. So things are going to be forgotten or questions aren't going to be asked that you now have over the summer before the first day. So going back to what Nick shared, I love that piece of advice ask questions. There's a host of professional staff here. Um, don't rely on just your parent and family or supporters to ask those questions for you. Break out of the shell, like Emiliana said, and ask questions for yourself. And if it's not a professional staff member and it's your student peers or orientation leaders you connected with, start there. But eventually do not be afraid. Use the resources, reach out to staff members. That's what we're here for. Your tuition and fees goes to pay for that curate your experience the way you want it. From a personal standpoint, when I was signing up for orientation, what I thought of it was 
And honestly, I thought it was just like a tour. Uh, like I thought it wasn't important. I thought it wasn't necessary. And those were uh, mindsets that were like completely opposite of what orientation turned out to be. And I feel like, like uh, David, you had an amazing point saying that students just think it's an introduction to the campus. And that's what that's what most students probably think, you know, you know, they're, they're not really like looking into it and they're just like, oh, it's just orientation. And then they think they're like, why is it mandatory to go to the time when I was signing up for, to come to Cal Poly? I was signing up during the, the period of lockdown, you know, with COVID. And my situation was a special case because most of the resources weren't open. I wasn't able just to come to campus to just walk in and talk to admissions or financial aid. I didn't have that, you know. So especially my consider in my situation, orientation was very, very mandatory because that was the only time they were able to break down everything to us. But my situation, it was a little bit different compared to when you guys are going to come onto campus. I mean, it's still a little bit regulated, but it's more open compared to last year. How much does orientation cost and can students defer the cost? Of course, uh, good technical question. So for first time freshmen, the cost, uh, the orientation fee is $194.29. For transfer students, the cost is $87.38. And then each student is eligible to bring up to two guests and each guest is a cost of $70 per guest. Orientation fee is separate than other student fees or tuition. And so the due date we have is September 1st, 2023. The beauty of that, uh, means that, you know, the cost is after most of the disbursement happens. So if there is any financial aid or fellowships or things on your account, um, then you can use that to help offset whatever the cost is that you accrue during orientation. And then the other thing I'll say is if anyone has specific concerns or questions about that fee, feel free to reach out to us. That's what we're here for here at orientation. Email us and, and we can help talk to students and walk through that. Do you guys still give extensions on the orientation fee? Yeah, we'll give extensions. Uh, that's something I have heard that our office does. We we are super flexible with students. We don't want this fee to be a barrier to anything. Uh, you know what? It mainly is here to help support the programming that we put on. You know, lunch, breakfast, the engagement that's going to happen, the swag that's delivered, etc. To really curate a good personalized experience. It's not something we're directly trying to impede uh, students from you know participating or in their progress in educational studies. We'll definitely be flexible. What is the length of orientation and what activities are included during the day? I'll do the technical part, and then if uh, one of the captains or both want to jump in with some of the activities, so it is eight a.m. to five thirty. 3 p.m. We'll do check-in in the morning, a general welcome. And then uh, one thing that students may not know, but should, is for about three hours, they'll go to their academic college and they will do uh, introductions, advising, and course registration. Each academic college does something a little bit different, but our orientation leaders and captains do go to help support that portion of the day. Uh, then they'll do lunch, and we've identified three different learning pathways this year so that students can sort of curate what they want from the day. And so that's incorporated as well later in the afternoon. And so those three pathways are University 101, Diversity Matters, and then CPP Community on Campus. You can go to our website and for Office of New Student Programs and Family Engagement. There's a section that says Pathways and read more about those three. But if Nick or Emilio want to jump in and talk more about sort of what they have planned in the afternoon, ways they'll connect with students. Like David had mentioned, though, those pathways are going to be really important for us as orientation leaders, as well as for the students. Each of the students get to kind of choose their own pathway based on, you know, whatever it is that they would like to receive from their orientation date. 
orientation leaders within some of that information that they will be receiving within each of the pathways, orientation leaders are going to be kind of at the forefront of that in a manner. Um, so we're going to try and make those interactions within those pathways as personable and as fun as possible. We're, we're trying to keep students engaged even after we'll be playing games and, you know, like teaching students about the resources and everything in a manner that is fun and engaging so that they can remember as much as possible. We've done panels in the past in which students can ask questions for, you know, potential orientation leaders or staff members for, you know, anything that they need. We'll be playing like cahoots games, I believe we have in plan just to kind of teach students more about the campus and, you know, some of the traditions or things that we have. And then there are going to be a bunch of different prizes that we'll be offering students. Um, I don't think I can give too many details on that, but um, we'll be offering students a lot of merchandise or some other things that we have set up for them. The only other thing I'll note about the schedule for the day, if you bring a guest, parents or supporters that join you that day, you'll check in, they will go one way and they have a curated orientation session and students go another and you all do not meet up again until the end of the day at 4.30 p.m. So that's an important note. If you are bringing a guest, they get a whole different experience because they are now a family member or supporter of a Bronco student. We want to give them information, but we also want the student to engage in their orientation session a bit differently and bring their whole self and meet other students. That's important to us. Most of you guys listening are probably thinking eight to five is probably like a long day. It sounds like a like a full day at Disneyland, pretty much something like that. And for me, like that's one of the things I was thinking. I was like, wow, that's that's like a that's like a full day. There's so much stuff that you're able to do the day of. You know, you have all the presentations in the morning. And then you get pretty much the list of all the stuff you're able to do. You can go on tours, you know, you can play games, you can go do activities, you can see all the things that the campus has to offer for you. Like it might seem like either some students probably think I don't have enough time or there is too much time. And I felt like the time was perfectly. I was able to go to all the mandatory sessions, like the, the introductions and sign up for classes. And then I was still able to get a full campus tour. I was able to see the brick. I was able to see the housing. I was even able to go to the College of Engineering and meet some of the professors and stuff. So it was it was a very ma amazing experience. And another tip I'd give you guys is to bring sunscreen because <laughs> it is very, very hot and it's a long day. You get really tired. I can also say umbrellas work fantastically. I know that an umbrella in the sun might seem a little odd, but it is one of the best things, one of the, the best tips I can give you, at least being in the sun, like Emiliana mentioned earlier in the podcast, we are trying to prevent against, um, you know, students being in the sun for long periods of time as much as possible. But, you know, in the chances that you are outside, we, we definitely recommend umbrellas and sunscreen for sure. I have one more question to end the podcast. The first day of fall semester is August 24th. What is one tip you would like to share with students for their first week at Cal Poly Pomona? I would say... If you're a commuter, if you're an incoming commuter, I would definitely say to get to campus early. And yeah, getting to campus early, one, to find parking, because as unfortunate as it is, parking can definitely be very difficult. We do have a bunch more parking structures as well. I feel like parking structure one is, it's right off the freeway, so that's usually the one everybody goes to. There are much more other parking structures. It's not just parking structure one. So definitely look over what parking structures there are on campus and which one is closer to your class or your building. And also to find your classes. I do know that like on your schedule, it says what building you're in and what room number it is, but the rooms are everywhere in the building. Sometimes there's two, three floors in the building, et cetera. So definitely 
figuring out where exactly your class is in the building and then also locating that building itself is definitely helpful and makes you feel more prepared throughout the day and throughout the semester throughout your whole years here at Cal Poly as well is definitely helpful so just being prepared getting to campus early definitely helps a lot and breaking out of your shell like I said earlier yeah one thing that I I know I mentioned previously um, was just to read emails I cannot stress enough how important it is to just read your emails a lot of professors send out emails the first week of classes you know just kind of giving students an overview of what it is they plan to do for, for the semester. If there's any issues with the room that they're staying in, all of that would be sent through emails. On top of that, despite, you know, not looking at professors and everything like that, administration and a lot of other offices send you a lot of important information regarding, um, you know, their first week of school, the rest of your years, you got Cal Poly Pomona. They definitely send you a lot of um, emails during that time that are pretty crucial for you to have as a student. So I can't, like I said, I cannot stress this enough. Please look at your emails for all students listening. Yeah, I like what both of them have said. And it's uh, the student, you know, perspective is great here. I agree. I think look at your syllabus as an academic, you know, answer to that. Look at your syllabus and also try to find time if you can to come on campus early and map out where your classes are. I'm a planner and I also have anxiety about like, I want to get somewhere on the first day and be able to know where I'm going and sit down. And like, so seeing that ahead of time is great. For a staff lens, what I'll say is uh, CPP Fest happens the first three days of the semester. So it'll be August 23rd, 24th, and 25th. It's a whole bunch of curated events uh, at escape rooms, um, having folks here on campus. It, Bronco Fusion is a part of CPP Fest. Uh, so, but try to come on campus some of those days, especially the day before, and maybe reconnect for, for uh, with the student that you met during your orientation day. Uh, see if you can reach out to them and, and have a meetup here on campus and explore a little bit more and have fun. Really have fun before the first day. Do something that makes your heart sing because once classes start, as much as we want to try to like really squash some of the anxiety you're going to have, and there's plenty of support services here, it will come up. This is a new experience. It's a new academic year. It's a new program. So really do something for yourself the day before you jump. And I adding on to that, sorry, as he mentioned, you know, he's a planner and he likes to, you know, figure out where his classes are. Um, one thing that I do similar to that is I, yeah, I do come usually either the week before classes start or um, a little bit early the, the first day of classes. Um, and I definitely kind of try and find where my classes are. Um, if I don't have the opportunity to do that, I usually, I'm not even gonna lie, I know I kind of look like a tourist on campus at times. I carry a map with me. Um, it's it's totally okay to do that. You know, where if you're a new student, it's it's understandable. You know, you're, not, you're really used to the, the campus itself. My first year, in total, not even just my first day, both semesters of my first year, I still wasn't fully, you know, well-versed on, on the campus. And I, I carried a map with me everywhere I went. And I, I actually circled my classrooms and the buildings I needed to, and then kind of on my map kind of drew the best pathway to get to each of the classes. And, you know, that, that personally helped me quite a bit just to be able to figure out where I needed to be and, you know, how to navigate through everything. Wow, I mean, you guys pretty much summed everything up. I do want to at least hit one more key point. I've mentioned the idea of organization in episode one and two and admissions and financial aid episode. And I feel like for me personally, that is one of the biggest things that has helped me even before coming into college and coming into college. In episode one, I talked about how organization helps with all the upcoming stuff that you guys had to do. You guys had the intensive role. You had to apply for the orientation. 
and you had all these dates all over the place. And if you procrastinate or you forget about something, it comes up really fast. And for most students that miss an online orientation or they miss orientation or or they miss the intent to roll, obviously, you know, their application gets terminated. Like for me, organization is a big, big key thing. In high school, you have classes that are like from semester one to semester two. In college, you have new sets of classes every semester. So pretty much the time is cut in half. Considering on how rigorous your courses can be or the course load you are taking, I would say that organization, yeah, I personally have a calendar and I write down, uh, this applies to classes, but I literally write down every assignment that I have coming up. I try to, you know, get the assignment done before. And I don't want to go too deep into it, you know, because you guys could figure out what works best for you guys. But I would just say organization is by far the key thing that has helped me apply to college, come into college, and it's continuing to help me as a freshman civil engineer here at Cal Poly Pomona. And all right, guys, I think that's it. Thank you, guys. Subscribe to our channel to never miss the scoop and follow our Instagram at cpp.broncoscoop. If you have any questions or want me to talk about anything CPP related, Email us at caminos at cpp.edu. Scoop is supported by Cal Poly Pomona's Office of Student Success, Equity, and Innovation with the funding from the Department of Education, Hispanic Serving Institute Grant Project Caminos. Tune in for more.